Welcome to this week's podcast from Free Chapel in Orange County. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, check out our website at freechapel.org. Acts chapter 12, praise God. Acts chapter 12. Acts chapter 12, verse 6. And when Herod was about to bring him out that night, Peter was sleeping, bound with two chains. That's not a rap artist, that's two chains. (laughs) between two soldiers and the guards before the door. Notice there were guards before the door keeping the prison. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him, a light shone in the prison. He struck Peter on the side, raised him up and said, Arise quickly, notice, and the chains fell off his hands. Then the angel said to him, Gird yourself, tie your sandals or put on your shoes. And he did. And he said to him, Put on your garment." Everybody say, put on your garment and and follow me. And he went out and followed him and did not know that what was done by the angel was real. But he thought he was seeing a vision. And when he was past the first and the second guard posts, they came to the iron gate that leads to the city, which opened of its own accord. And they went out and went down one street, and immediately the angel departed from them. And Peter, when he came to himself, said, Now I know for certain that the Lord has sent his angel and delivered me from the hands of Herod, from the expectation of the Jewish people. Now I know it. Why didn't you know it when it was happening? This is, uh, this is an amazing story. And on the 4th of July weekend, I want to talk to you about get up, get out, and get free. How to get up, get out, and get free. Peter had been arrested by Herod, and Herod gave charge to the soldiers and the guards, by no means is he to get loose. I mean, it will be your life if he gets loose. Be sure he never gets loose. He is never to break out. It's your job to keep this believer from breaking free. He's a believer in Jesus Christ, and I don't want him free. Your job is to keep him bound and imprisoned. So, they decided to upgrade the security. Because he was to be executed the next day. The night before, they said, let's upgrade the security. And this is what the Bible said they did. They took two chains that were already in the wall, cemented into the wall, and put the chains on his hands... And the other chain was put on each of his leg. It would have had little clips that went around. And so two chains, one of the chains binding his hands, one of the chains locking his feet to the wall. And if that were not enough, then they dispatched two soldiers. These were trained killers. They were one on, there was one on one side, one on the other, fully armed, These were not just, you know, um, um, I almost saw in my mind right then one of the mall guards, you know, on one of those. These guys, where does that come from? I'm trying to preach. But, but, But these guys were trained killers, armed, battle, tried and hard. And there were four squadrons, meaning there was four teams, that, that fresh teams were, were exchanged. So get the picture, chained to the wall. That's not enough. Two killers on both sides. Then if that were not enough, there was a gate, another gate with a door locked. 
and then another one, and then an iron gate, and behind it was the warden of the prison watching over everything. I preached, uh, some of you may not understand the security of, an, of a prison, and some of you I'm sure do. And, but, but I preached in, in, in Atlanta at the state penitentiary one time with a, with a professional wrestler named Jake the Snake. And anybody remember Jake the Snake? And he was a character, and he got born again. And he did a wrestling match for the prisoners. There's about 2,000 prisoners in the state penitentiary in Georgia. And he did a wrestling match and, then, and gave his testimony. And then I got to get up and preach. I'll never forget, we had some singers with us and stuff, that when we pulled into the grounds of the prison, one gate opened, and it was a small enclosure, and they went through everything that we had and checked everything out, and then, we, then another gate opened, then we had to get out, and then they went uh, through everything again, had to leave the car there. Then we went through another gate. We kept going deeper and deeper and deeper. That's the picture that they're painting here. It's like he's in and he's not getting out. Ch two chains, two soldiers... Gate, 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 iron gate, behind the iron gate, the warden of the prison. Nothing on earth could get him out. But we're not limited to earthly help. Our strength is not in horses and chariots. Our strength is not in, in, in Black Hawk surprise attacks, soldiers shimmying down a rope, explosives going off, setting our soul free. The devil may think that I've got you this time. I've got your loved one this time. I've got your hope and your dream and your faith. You're never getting out of the dark place. I've got you chained to the wall. I've got guards on you. I've got iron gates in front of you. I've got voices of intimidation telling you on the other side of the gate you're never getting out. And the enemy thinks he's got you. But I've come to remind you this weekend that he that the Son sets free is free indeed. Two chains, chain on his feet, a chain on his hands. And I, I because I, and when I preach, I get into the message myself. These are things that I believe the enemy wants to limit and hold us back with. And I want to say that these two chains represent two things that the enemy wants to do to you. The chains represent the chain of fear and the chain of doubt. If He can chain you to your fear, you'll never break loose. You'll never go into what God's called you and destined for you to do and be. He knew that if I can keep Him chained, Herod did. If He's chained, and I'm going to say these chains represent number one, fear, and number two, doubt. The fear and the doubt will prevent you from going. The chains prevented him from going where he needed to go and doing what he needed to do. And the enemy would love in the dream and the call and the purpose that God has given you to chain you to fear because fear is, is a dark room where we develop our negatives. Fear will paralyze you. Fear will hinder you. It will limit you. It'll say you, you're not good enough. You're not talented enough. You're not, you're not smart enough. You're not as, look at so-and-so. There's so much more than you. And you have the chain of fear that says you can go so far, but you can't go any further. And if that doesn't stop you, the chain of doubt, you doubt yourself. You doubt your own ability. You doubt God. You doubt the money will be there. You doubt the help will be there. You doubt everything. And if you allow it. Fear will keep your hands by your side. Doubt will silence your tongue from even speaking the vision that God has given you. 
fear of what somebody may think. Notice the expect. He said, I'm free from the expect. Did you catch that line? I'm free from the... When he finally got out, he said, I'm free from the expectation of people. What a statement. If you can ever get beyond the fear of what they say and they think and they, they, they Twitter and they Instagram and they hate on you and they make fun of you and put you down. But I'm going to tell you when you're free. It's when you finally get out and you can say, I'm free from the expectation of people. I hadn't got to be my daddy. hadn't got to be my mama. hadn't got to be my grand. hadn't got to be you. Hadn't got, I am free to be who God has called me to be. And that's enough. I need you to take a praise break. Come on. He has not given us the spirit, the chain of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Shake off that fear. Shake off that doubt. You are going to make it. You are going to stand in a big place. You are going to be raised up for the glory of God. You are going to see the goodness of God. I feel like preaching. I feel, I f- you are going to stand in a place and say, look what the Lord has done like Peter. I can't believe it. How did this, how, how did I ever get here? You got to get, shake off the fear and shake off the doubt. Everybody praise the Lord and I'll calm down. I promise. I'll come down. Calm down. Turn to somebody and say, miracles are in your future. Shake off the fear. Shake off the doubt. God will liberate you from fear and doubt. Get your hands free. Some of you came in here. little religious chain on you. During the praise and worship, this is about all you could get going. But I tell you, I just prophesy to you that before this service is over, some chains are going to break in the hands. Of, I, I were given these hands to praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let me keep moving. Get your hands free. Get your feet free. But, but, but even though God can set you free from fear and doubt, you still got two killers. Still got two guards on each side. Either way he went, there was one to stop him. There was one to keep him. There was one to limit him. There was one to to halt him and stop his progress. Even if you could break loose today of doubt and fear somehow, tomorrow the two guards would be waiting on you to tell you you can't do what God said you can do. Well, who are the two guards? To me, in, in my pursuit of what God called me to do, I didn't just have to overcome fear, especially the fear of people. Fear of rejection. Fear of the expectation of the people. I still do. I'm 54 years old. I'll fly tonight to Australia and preach a Hillsong conference. And, and they've got Craig Rochelle and they've got Beth Moore and they've got uh, Brian Houston and they've got all these amazing speakers and they got me. And, and if I let it, and if I let it, I'm just telling you, even at 54, if I let it, Fear and doubt will bind me and, if I, and, and, and it'll terrorize me. And then if I can get free from fear and doubt, I found out the two soldiers represent discouragement and intimidation. Discouragement and intimidation. Because you're never really defeated until you're defeated on the inside. Discouragement is the loss of courage. God places no limitations on faith and faith places no limitations on God. 
And when God tells you to do something, don't think that it's going to be smooth sailing and open, easy pathway to victory. There will come discouragement and intimidation. And they will do everything they can to keep you in that dark place limited and tell you you will never make it. You've had a few little breakthroughs. I'm glad you got a little breakthrough. You got to do that. Wow, that's awesome. But just give up because I'm here to knock you down and I'm here to push you down and I'm here to intimidate you and I'm here to discourage you. And it's going to come. And even if you could break loose of fear and doubt, discouragement and intimidation would come. The two chains say it's no way out. The two soldiers, intimidation and discouragement say it's not going to happen. But notice what happens. The Bible said as he was sitting there with two chains and two soldiers, suddenly, everybody say suddenly, a light shone into the prison. A light. The chains are still on his feet and hands. The soldiers are still on either side. The warden has still got the iron gate and he's behind it. But somebody turned the lights on. The Bible said an angel showed up and shone light into the darkness. He shined a light of hope, of victory, of faith into the dark prison. I am your angel. I know that's a stretch. But some of you, we're not denying... The chains are there. We're not denying the prisoners, the guards are there of discouragement and intimidation. We're not denying the place that you're in is dark and it feels like there's no way out. Problems are real. Issues are real. Challenges are real. Things that have to be overcome. But all it takes is God to shine the light of hope, the light of faith, the light of His Word, the light of victory. And I, want to, I want to point out the chains were still there. The soldiers were still there. The keeper of the gate was still there. But just one angel showed up. And when he shined the light, notice what his message was to the apostle Peter. He said, get up. Did you notice that? Get up. And it's a simple message and it's my message. Get up. When you think there's no way out, don't just sit there and rattle the chains of fear and doubt and look at your discouragement and listen to your intimidation. Get up. Look at how big the soldiers are and talk about how great and mighty they are. Or you can get up. Get up and say, I'm not staying here. Get up and go to church. Get up and go in God's house. And whether you feel like it or not, throw your hands up and say, I know I'm in a hard place, but I'm going to get up. I'm going to get up in my vision. I'm going to get up in my faith. I'm going to get up in my confession. I'm going to get up in my praise. The last thing the devil thought you would do is come to church on the 4th of July with all you're facing and break the chain of fear, doubt, intimidation, and discouragement. And in the middle of all of it, throw your hands up because you feel a little light of victory and hope coming in your dark place. Turn to your neighbor and say, excuse me, I'm going to take a praise break and take one right now. Hallelujah. 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 I feel the chains falling because 
Because what happened is the Bible said as soon as he got up. Because the thing about getting up is when you're down here, guards look real big. When you're down here, Goliath look insurmountable. When you're down here, the walls of Jericho look impregnable. But when you decide to get up, when you stand and when you've done all to stand, stand therefore, and you raise your hands and you begin, when you get up, he got up. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. Get up. Get up. And then he said, put your shoes on. Uh Uh-oh. Put your shoes on. What does that mean? It means we're going somewhere. Don't sit there. You sit there wiggling your toes long enough having a pity party. Talking about how, I mean, you look like a cover girl for for the book of Lamentations. Woe is me. Oh, I tell you, my husband left me. He left you 14 years ago. He ain't never coming back. He said he was going to get milk at the store. He ain't never coming back. So get up and live. God's will for you. It's not a dark place, a place of fear and doubt and discouragement. And in, Get up. Get up. Turn to somebody and say, get up. But, but, but my girlfriend left me. There are four billion people in the planet. Get up. Get up and go to church. Get up and praise God when you don't feel like I feel like. Get up and read the Word and claim the Word and watch God break you free. Get up and you'll get out. It's another tequila sunrise. Get up. I heard that song the other day on the radio. Uh, Alone again, naturally. I I mean, I got depressed just listening to it. My daddy died, my mama died, everybody died, and my girlfriend left, and I'm all alone. Everyone but I. Y'all know the song I'm talking about? Come on. You don't know it? All right, how about this one? All by myself. Don't want to be all then get up. I ain't gonna kill myself if somebody leaves me, my lord. Get up, put some new clothes on, come to church. Praise the Lord and check out the prospects. It's a new day. It's the first day of the rest of your life. Get up. God's tired of us. Even God's tired of your griping. When you have a pity party, nobody comes but the devil. Put your shoes on. Turn to somebody and say, it's time to move. It's time to march out of there. Tell them, I'm tired of seeing you like that. Get up. Put your shoes on. Tell somebody I'm going somewhere. And then he said, this is awesome. Then he said, he said, uh, he said, put your, put your garment on. Well, the Bible said in Isaiah that put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Put your shoes on. Start walking by faith, not by sight. And I love this part of the story. The Bible said, and when he got up, the chains fell off. 
Did you catch that? When you get up, the chains of fear, the chains of doubt. And here's the weird part. What happened to the guards? They just, they just disappear. When he stood up, the soldiers of discouragement and intimidation, they're not there anymore. They're gone. When you get up, when you stand by faith, put your shoes on and walk by faith, one step at a time, put on the garment of praise, not the, not the voice of discouragement and defeat, but put on the garment of praise and start walking by faith. The chains fell off and we are not even, they're nev- the guards are never mentioned again. It blows my mind. And what about the guy behind the iron gate, the warden? I could hear him. He would he'd talk big when the chains were on Simon, when the, when the guards were standing there, when the gates... The Bible said, and as he got to the first perimeter of the secured area, that all he had to do was push and the gate opened. The things that you think, some of you worry so much about your future. It's already unlocked. He went through the first ward and the second ward and they were unlocked. All the time he was held back by doors that, weren't ev- that were not even locked. Things that you're making up in your mind are going to stop you. God has already gone before you. His angel has already gone before you. And He says, they're not going to stop you. I'm waiting on you to get up, put on your garment of praise, put on your shoes of faith, and start walking, keep moving. The whole key to the miracle is you got to keep moving through the discouragement, through the intimidation, through the fear, through the doubt. Here I go. I could hear that voice behind that big iron gate. You're no good. You're not going to make it. Who do you think you are? You're not that good. So-and-so's no much better than you are. You don't have what it takes. He sees you coming. And when he sees you coming, the warden, the Bible said, took off running. The Bible said, humble yourself before the mighty hand of God. And in due season, he will exalt you. Submit yourself, therefore, unto God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And I love the fact the Bible said the iron gate, the big gate, the one that on the other side is your destiny, it opened of its own accord. He didn't have to kick it in. He didn't have to. He just moved when God said move, walking in faith, overcoming discouragement, overcoming intimidation, fear and doubt, walking, but here I go. I don't know how this is going in, but God is with me and he's gone before me. And here I go. And the iron gate, just like at the supermarket when you step on the door and that it opened of its own accord. And this is my favorite part of the sermon. And I'm almost done, but listen. The Lord told me to tell you that big doors are about to swing open. You're not going to have to push them open. You're not going to have to politic. You ain't going to have to sleep with nobody in the office. Behold, I open a door, God said, that no man can shut. Big doors. Come on, shout big doors. If I can overcome fear and doubt, if I walk past my discouragement, if I walk past my intimidation, big doors. The big one's coming. 
Here's my favorite part. The whole time, I've read this story so many times and missed this. The whole time, Peter didn't really believe what was going on. I thought he was such a man of God if I could just get faith like he had. Did you read the story? The Bible said it wasn't till he got outside. Wind's blowing through his hair and he's doing like this. <laughs> Sunshine. He's totally free and he said, I can't believe this. I thought it was a dream. It seemed too good to be true. Even if you don't have great faith, even if you're not, listen to this, totally convinced, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed. See, when, when Pastor Lahan had this building and took everything he owned and put it on the line, people joined him and sacrificed, they didn't, they, didn't, they didn't see all this. They didn't see the lit up cross. They didn't see the pastry and the donuts down there. They didn't see any of that. All they had was enough raw mustard seed faith. God wants us to have a church right in the middle of Orange County. Apartments by the thousands are going up all around us. And, and here we go, here we go. I don't know what's going to happen. And he had to break out of doubt and break out of fear. A fear said, oh my God, you're going to lose everything. You're going to be a laughing stock. Oh my God, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you, what's going to happen when you, if you, when you leave? What's going to happen? God had it all lined up. And here we are. We owe no man nothing, by the way. Chains will fall off. Even if you're not totally convinced. Guards will disappear. Iron gates will open. Even if you don't have great faith, just enough faith to keep moving and put on a garment of praise and walk by faith. That's all he did. And I've come today to conclude by telling you that doors are already unlocked. The iron gate is already opening. Get up. Put your shoes on. Put your garment of praise on. Take one step. Fear's going to break. This morning, doubt's going to break. Intimidation is going to back up. The voice on the other side that's telling you you're nobody and you're not good enough, it's going gonna, it's gonna to flee. The iron gate, the big door, is about to swing open in 2017. Woo! Put your coat on and praise Him all the way out. Let's take this last chance on the 4th of July. Stand up on weekend. Stand up on your feet. Come on, get the chains off. Shake them off. Shake off doubt. Tell intimidation no. Tell discouragement no. And lift up your voice. You got five seconds and give God a mighty praise. Nothing's going to hold me. I'm going to get up. I'm going to get out. I'm going to get free. Free. Freedom. 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 Tell all you teenagers, you can't go to college. You're not college material. Your parents don't have, nobody in your family has ever gone to college. Why do you think you're different? Why do you think you can own a house in Orange County? How do you ever think in the world that you can get free from that addiction? Are you crazy? You have always been like that. You'll never get free. But here we are. 
by the power of the Holy Spirit, a light is shining into your prison. And he's saying, if you, the, the issue is not, will God do it? The issue is, will you get up? Will you shake off your fear and shake off your doubt and say no to intimidation and I refuse to stay discouragement and put on a garment of praise and follow Jesus all the way out because He'll set captives free this morning. Alcoholism, drug addiction, secret sin, all kinds of stuff. Jesus loves you and for freedom He has set us free. This is your day. This is your day. We're not playing games. This is your day. No more suicides. There is an epidemic of suicides in America right now, whether you know it or not. That and, and the drug overdose. What's, the, what's that drug? What? Opiate? Heroin, heroin, heroin. And you know, we're not here to beat up on people. They're in a prison, folks. But by the grace of God, I would be there. They're in a prison. And finally, they just say, I'll never get out of here. And they give up. But here comes Jesus. The Spirit of the Lord is only to set the captive free. You don't have to have secrets like that. You don't have to see your life just degrading and digressing continually until there's no hope. The light is shining in your prison this morning. Get up. Get out. And God will set you free. You'll get free. You'll leave here and come back tonight and get it. And say, my God, I'm not the same man. I'm not the same woman. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If you're in this room today, you would say, Pastor Jensen, I know I'm not living right. I know I'm not where I need to be with God. I know I'm far from Him. But I would love to come home today. I would love to turn my life over to Jesus Christ. I would love to taste freedom again. I really don't believe it's by chance you're here and I'm here. I don't believe it's by chance that man did all. Maybe God did everything He did for this one Sunday where you would hear a simple message and God would say, you don't have to live like that. You're better than that. I've got a big door I want to swing open. If you'll let me, I'll give you forgiveness. I'll give you a future. I'll be your best friend. I'll set you free. This is your day. This is your moment. This is your hour. Pastor, pray for me. Every, uh, saints, I really need you to pray right now. I mean, I feel this. Chains are about to break. Now the enemy says, sit there. Fear says, fear's whispering right now, don't you respond. Don't you respond. That's fear. You have to shake that chain off. But here it goes, the big doors. Jesus said, I'm the door. It's swinging wide open. And he's saying, will you put your shoes on? Will you put your garment on? And will you follow me? I'm going to take you to, to a place where the sun's shining again. The wind's going to blow in your face. And you're going to get beyond this dark place you've been in. It's time for freedom. Pastor, pray for me. I want to get right with God today. I know I'm not right with God. And I want to get, I want to get right today. Pray for me. If that's you, boldly raise your hand. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you are blessed.